Okay, hello. <laughs> um, welcome to my podcast, Living with Isla. Um, yeah, so my name's Isla and I decided to make this because I feel like a lot in my brain, <laughs> majority of the time, um, and quite like a little outlet just to talk, um, to be help, to comfort, to spread awareness about certain things and just a place to kind of chat. Every Sunday I'm going to try and do this and yeah just shed a bit of light on things and share a bit of my life <laughs> with you really. Um, yeah I've been really really listening to a lot of podcasts recently so I thought this would be this would be something good to start. So today I'm just going to do a little introduction just to who I am, a little overview of the things I'm going to cover in this podcast to see if that's something that you're interested in and also I'm going to share some podcasts I've been listening to and I'm going to give you some book recommendations so just a little chill one um yeah it's a Sunday I'm just sitting in my room I've just tidied my room um my weekend's been quite nice it's been quite chill uh on Friday I had I was working and then my two friends came over and just chilled in the house and just talked shit basically (laughs) And then Saturday I got up and I went with my mum and my dad and my boyfriend to, there was like this um, artisan, is that the right word, artisan market (laughs) where I stay. Um, So we just went and had a little look at the stalls and then took the dog down the beach for a little walk with my mum. And what else did I do? What did I do yesterday? Oh yeah, me and uh, my boyfriend Kami, we just we made we made this pasta. It was so good. It was like rigatoni with like a tomato and chili sauce and like garlic with like pecorino cheese over the top of it. Um, I've actually just been told that I have a daily daily intolerance, dairy intolerance. So I've been doing my like eating like a five-two kind of diet with it. So Monday to Friday, I won't have any dairy, no chocolate no nothing um, and then at the weekend I'll either can have a, a little binge and maybe have a bit of chocolate have a bit of cheese um, and I've got like IBS tablets so if I am in pain from that then I just take them and I'm fine and then eventually I would like to get to the point where I don't eat dairy at all I haven't drank cow's milk in about two years now I think um, so that was easy it's mainly just I love cheese <laughs> I love cheese and chocolate that's my two things um, but yeah I'm getting there so we made tea yesterday and then Cammy had built like a new BMX so we went down to the skate park and I had like my penny board so we just kind of like mucked about there for a wee while and that was it really and then this morning we got up and went to Starbucks and then I've got some uni stuff to do today so I'm just doing that um yeah so I've done some yoga what else have I done I've wrote in my journal I've tidied my room up a bit because the past week like I've been in a total slump I don't know why I've just felt really depressed um so I'm just trying to get myself out of that little rut I've got the conclusion now that I'm just going to wave in and out <laughs> of feeling good and not feeling good and that's just the way that's going to go for a while for me I think so that brings me to what this podcast is going to really entail so I've been kind of brainstorming about what I want to include in this and I think I'm going to base it around just general chit chat about my life 
um, things that I'm up to, things that I'm doing, just kind of like taking you on a little journey, maybe inspiring you to do certain things as well, maybe look at things different. Because um, I've really been like the past year because my mental health is shit <laughs> a lot. Um, I've been really trying to live a more like fulfilling life, a more raw life, sustainable, healthy. You're not going to get it right all the time, but trying my best to make little changes here and there. Um, yeah, I feel like I've grown a lot <laughs> in the past year. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to chat about my life and my experiences. Um, I'm going to make a podcast about my journey with emetophobia um, because if you know me personally, you know that that's been a big part of my mental health that I've eventually now got to the stage that I've basically got over it which is great I never ever thought that would happen I've been experiencing emetophobia um for about six years now and it's just the past few months that I've been feeling the most relief from it so I'm going to make a podcast about my journey with that and what's actually helped me um because I think it's a anxiety disorder that isn't spoken about enough and I, I would love to have a platform to shed light on it a bit more and I'm at the other end of it now I'm not still in it um so I feel like it would be good to concentrate a podcast on that I also want to talk about anxiety and OCD and depression um my experiences with that um relationship anxiety social anxiety um OCD and obsessions compulsions how that works um, and again shed light on a lot because I feel like as much as mental health is a big thing that's spoken about now I feel like there's a lot of still misconceptions I would say I'm not going to say stigma as much but I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions in the field of mental health I feel like when you think of someone that has anxiety or OCD it's oh, they're shy, they worry, or the OCD, they love cleaning. It's really, that that could be a part of it, of course, but there's a wider range, there's a spectrum to these mental illnesses. And I really, really want to talk about that. Might talk about, about autism as well, because in my field of work that I've always worked in, since leaving college, I've dealt with and experienced being around a lot of autistic people, and they're some of the most incredible people that I've met. So I really want to break down misconceptions about that too um and just have honest chats do you know what I mean like just be completely transparent and raw and just spread awareness on things that I feel like don't get light shed on them enough and there'll be people out there that I know has experienced same things as me and they felt really really alone and I feel like the first step to overcoming a lot of mental health issues is A, knowing you're not the only one and B, having a solid understanding about what is actually going on. I feel like there's not enough info out there on certain things that you feel like you're crazy because you don't fit into the one category of anxiety or the one category of OCD or the one category of depression or panic attacks. It's not a one-size-fits-all. There's lots and lots of different narrow, cobbly streets to these mental health issues. So I would just like to share a bit of my experiences with stuff. What's helped me? What hasn't helped me? Just just be completely, again, transparent and open book. 
Um, so speaking of books, I'm going to go through because I've really been into reading and it's helped a lot with my anxiety. Um, putting your head in a book, you can only focus on the words that are in front of you and not the murmur that's in your head. So I feel like that's really, really been a, a good place that I could lo- lose myself in a book and not lose myself in my head. Um, so I'm just going to kind of recommend um, some stuff and share with you the books that I've read this year so far. There's not a lot, because <laughs> I'm quite a, quite a slow reader, slow burner. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to go through. I'm going to, I've been really, really liking this app called Goodreads, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that because I feel as though I haven't been on Instagram in months. Like, I actually can't remember how long it's been now. Probably about maybe six months now. Um, I completely deleted Twitter. I dodged on and off of Facebook. I've got Messenger, obviously, to, like, talk to people. But I only really go on Facebook, like, re-download the app and go on it for a specific reason. I don't just have it sitting on my phone anymore. And I've still got my Snapchat, but the... And I've deleted TikTok. So a lot of the social media, like, streams that I would go on would be the scrolling. And you're constantly just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Your brain isn't wired to take in that much information. So I would come away from my phone feeling brain dead. I would feel irritated. I would feel shit about myself. I would be looking at things deliberately to annoy myself. I would um, procrastinate the most important things in my life for just sitting on my phone for the sake of it. And that is what people want you to do. That is what feeds Apple, that's what feeds these social media platforms, that's what feeds corporate companies, that's what feeds the whole system of everything to brainwash without you realising, to dull down yourself without realising, to make you insecure, to make you brain dead basically and I've really really kind of tried my best anyway, I'm not going to say I get it right all the time but I have really tried and I have recognised that social media is not the best thing for me. So I will probably maybe go on it now and again when I feel like I can, when I feel like I'm at the stage that I can. But for the time being, I'm just sticking with positive apps on my phone. So that's what I was going to talk about. I've really been liking Pinterest because it's nobody's like influence, it's just like nice pictures, recipe ideas, fashion ideas, like creative things, and it's really cool. But I've also been loving Goodreads. So it's an app that you could put, like, reading lists. So it's, you make a list of all the books that you've read this year so far, books that you're currently reading, and then you can rate them, and then you can see other people's book lists, recommendations, um, where to buy certain books, second-hand um, places that you can buy stuff as well. So it's a really, really good platform if you're a reader, if you're a little bookworm. So I've been using Goodreads. Um yeah, so basically I'm going to go through just the few books that I have read this year, tell you a little bit about them, how my rating out of 10, and I'll read you like the first line of some of them. Um, okay, so this year, the first book that I read was No Such Thing as Normal by Bryony Gordon. What my mental illness has taught me about mental wellness. So Bryony Gordon... Um, as a ex-alcoholic and she has 
suffered with OCD and depression and anxiety and everything that you can think of and it is such a shame um, but she has came out the other end of it and she's wrote a book so what I loved about this book was how relatable it actually was because I feel like as a young person as well you read books on mental health and it's pretty bland shall we say pretty again one size fits all have a bath meditate do some breathing exercises Bob's your uncle like you're fine it doesn't work like that what I loved about this book was Bryony really explained it in a way that was humorous because I feel like a lot of people can agree that when you deal with mental illnesses humour is sometimes the best way that you cope with it um, to kind of rip the piss out of yourself to do with what goes on in your head I know I use that a lot of the time like oh I'm wired to the moon oh I'm this oh I'm that and kind of shed light on it and make it humorous to cope she really captures that in this book um, and it's really real and really raw and really unfiltered and that's what I love about it because you can actually you read the book and you're like I get that do you know what I mean like I, I get where she's coming from coming through with that um it's just a really really nice book it's a really easy read as well um I've got the hardback one um so I'll just I'll read you the first page um let's see so the first part is two seconds I'm at the introduction I'm at the wrong bit (laughs) right so the first part is I know what you're thinking I know what you want to say I know the questions that are stuck tight in your throat the ones you're desperate to ask but also desperate not to ask the questions that are being stuffed in and smothered by the rancid sensation of shame your vocal cords paralyzed by the fear of what the answer will be so you're thinking when will this get easier you're thinking when will a minute stop feeling like an hour an hour like a day and a day like a month you're thinking when will I wake up and not immediately want to knock myself out and go back to sleep you're thinking when will I stop feeling like there are claws in my abdomen trying to scrape out my stomach so it's a very descriptive book it's a very unfiltered book it's a very says it how it is it's just as genuine that's the best way that I can describe it um so I'm going to give this a a 9 out of 10 because I did genuinely really enjoy it and I really related to it so No Such Thing as Normal by Bryony Gordon okay so the next book that I read this year is called Happy Moments by Mike Wiking um, so how to create experiences you remember for a lifetime so Wiking was the is the CEO and founder of the Happiness Research Institute in Copenhagen so basically this book is it's got a lot of data in it which is something that I struggle to read like statistics and that I just switch off um but it's actually really really interesting it's quite a unique book and how it's laid out so basically it kind of follows through it speaks about his life his moments in his life like his first kiss his like taking his driving lesson exams at school when he got married when he had his child like these monumental milestones in people's lives it tells you it explains the scientific kind of structure of how our memories work, um, different ways that our brains hold on to memories, why they hold on to certain things and let go of other things. Um, it's 
it's just a really really nice insight into how human emotion works and nostalgia and love and family and I don't know like psychology it's just a really really interesting book it combines science with heartfelt um, emotion and it's just it's really really interesting so I'm going to read you the first book the first book the first page it's also got happy memory tips so it's like it will speak about something and it'll be like how this is how um like tips on how you could grasp your own memories in a better light or hold on to things and learn from them um so yeah i'm gonna read you the first page so introduction that's not it Why can I not find the first? Chapter 1, where is it? (laughs) Right, I'll just read you the introduction bit. So, to paraphrase one of the greatest philosophers of the 20th century, Winnie the Pooh, (laughs) you don't know you're making memories, you just know you're having fun. That was what I was doing until this year, when something happened. This year, I turned 40. Now, things are changing. Last week, I found a hair right in the middle of my forehead, and we're not talking about one hair that decided to move to the suburbs of the eyebrows here. No, we're talking about a hair that wanted to leave civilization behind, go off the grid, into the wild. The thorough of eyebrow hairs. Turning 40 means tweezers are your new best friend. So, it's quite a, it's quite a funny book, but it just takes you through, obviously, his life. Um, looking back on his like 40 years of life and regrets and memories that he's kind of cherished. It's, just, it's a really, really nice book, so I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Okay, so the third book is Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Now, I have so much to say about this book because it is honestly unreal. So my boyfriend, Carmi, he was the one that bought this first because he had heard that it was maybe really, really good. Um, so he read it first and he was like, Ayla, you need to read it, like, you'll love it. So... Um, yeah so I've read it and oh my god now I work on a mental health project um, and a supported employment service so I actually have made an exercise and a presentation on this book to help motivate like young people with mental health issues kind of balance themselves out so they can move forward in their journey and this book really really signifies that um, so yeah so Matthew McConaughey most people know him well I remember him on Magic Mike I don't know he's in Mud I think was one of the films he's in oh he's in loads of stuff so he's a like a film star obviously um, but this book is it describes it as it's not a memoir it's a love letter to life which I just love that saying um, he doesn't want it to be seen as a celebrity biography he wants it to be seen as a journal basically so this book consists of he has journaled since he was like I think 14 um, and he takes you through his whole life basically everything um, everything that shaped him into the man who he is today so the whole green lights kind of analogy is McConaughey describes his life as a set of traffic lights um, so green, amber, red 
So he explains the red lights as things in your life that halt you to a pause, that are completely out of control. So like a death or a breakup or a physical illness or a mental illness. Something that comes out of nowhere, hits you like a ton of bricks, stops you in your tracks, you feel like your world's crumbling. They're the red lights in our lives. He then explains amber lights as times in your life where you pause, you have to reflect, you have to almost kind of start over again. So this could be a a self-discovery, a trip, something that hasn't quite went right, something that's like, oh shit, I've stepped in shit, I need to start again. Or I've not quite got this right, I need to do something else. It could be a career change, it could be... Something that's not quite as staple as a red light, but it still pauses you. Red lights halt you, ambers pause you. So then green lights is... A green, a green light is basically the world's way of saying go. Just go. Go and get it. Go for it. So it could be a career opportunity, meeting someone new that's special, that's going to be significant in your life. It could be, again, a extreme self-discovery it could be traveling it could be honestly there's endless things it's just a a green light in your life to just keep going that you're on the right path that the universe has placed you somewhere at the exact time that you could go you could keep going so i just love that analogy looking at life it's really helped me reflect on a lot um so yeah so that's his um book i'm going to read you the first page so this is not a traditional memoir yes i still i tell stories from the past but i have no interest in nostalgia sentimentality or the retirement most memoirs require this is not an advice book either although i like preachers i'm not here to preach and tell you what to do this is an approach book i'm here to share stories insights and philosophies that can be objectively understood and if you choose subjectively adopted by either changing your reality or changing how you see it so it's just it's amazing if you can get your hands on this book uh, honestly i really 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 recommend it you don't even have to be a fan of him it's just a really good book so green lights by matthew mcconaughey so the last book that i've read i need to watch my time because i'm talking for ages is the alchemist by paulo coelho i think that's how you say second name so this is quite a small book it's fiction which i sometimes struggle to read i prefer reading really real books um that are based on like true stories but this is a fiction book but as i said it's only like 100 pages long but it's really it is really really good um so it's about santiago um who's an andalusian shepherd boy and he's bored in his life he's bored of the journey that he's on he feels stuck um Yeah, so the sorry, my mum came in a little bit. Um, the alchemist. So it's about Santiago. So he's a shepherd boy, and he's just really fed up of his life. Um, he meets a king that tells him he has to go to the pyramids of Egypt to discover his destiny, and it's just about his whole journey doing that. The people that he meets, the life lessons that he gets. It's a very um, religious book. Um, talks about Allah a lot. It's quite. It's just quite. It's, it's interesting. It's really good. It's a nice story. Um, have I learned a lot from it? I don't know because it's so fictional, but it's good. I did like it. I'll give it a six out of ten. 
So yeah, so that's all the books that I have read this year so far. Not a lot, but I'm still trying to get in the swing of reading more. So the book that I'm reading right now is called Stop Reading the News, A Manifesto for a Happier, Calmer and Wiser Life by Rolf Nobeli. Um, I'm only like a few pages in, um, so I can't really say that much on it, but I think it'll be really, really interesting to read. Um, so I get all my books from worldofbooks.com so it's a second hand retailer and you get books so much cheaper than what you would buying them brand new um, so obviously a more sustainable way to buy books um, so if you want to get any of these books then I would suggest getting them on that website because they're available um, on there okay so I feel like I've talked enough um, I'm going to have a little think what I could do next week. I've just started uni. I've started a philosophy and theology degree. So I might talk a little bit about that. But I hope you've enjoyed this. Um, And yeah, have a lovely week. And I'll see you next week. Okay, bye.